<laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Jim. Uh, I think I know everyone here. Hi, I'm addict and alcoholic. Donnie, thank you for inviting me. I, uh, I've never spoken at Tusnua before, and the last time I tried was at this meeting, and it was like a year ago, and as soon as I opened my mouth, um, I just, I went blank, and I tried again, I just went blank, and and uh, everyone was really cool, because I could not share that night, and um, we ended up having a, a good meeting, it was, I was glad. Um, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about tonight, I, I'm, I've been before I talk about story or anything, I just, I've, the last uh, week or so has been really um, hard. I got sober on the 21st, no, on the 27th of January in uh, 2021. And um, right now I feel a little bit like I'm, I'm going backwards a little, like I was talking with Marshall last night. I, I just, uh, I've had like, Yeah, I'm starting kind of right at the end <laughs> where I'm at right now. But um, uh, I've, as part of like getting sober and going through this process of recovery, which I just assumed right from the beginning was about being honest because that was the first thing I did the first day that I was like, I told my wife that I've got a problem and I need help. And then I came to a meeting and started seeing people saying all kinds of shit that I would never talk to anyone about, you know, I would never tell anybody. And I've been doing my best to do that. Um, to, to, to be honest with what's going on with me, which is very counterintuitive right before the meeting started. I was, I was realizing that I've spent most of my life trying to hide kind of in plain sight, you know, like, like be around people, but not really let, ever let them know what's going on with me or what's what's happening in my life or in my head. And um, um, part of that has been part part of 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 you know getting getting over that has been. Um, <laughs> What's been happening right now is I've started seeing a trauma therapist a few a few months ago, and and um, I did that because I just since I've got sober, so many memories have come back up from my childhood and um, things that I've really spent a lot of time trying to keep buried, nice and deep, things that uh, that I don't want to feel or think about or or experience um but just ignoring them and getting over it it, it doesn't uh it hasn't worked you know so so i found myself in trauma therapy um and i hit a point this last week where where i think one of the largest issues in my uh <laughs> hmm. yeah i i 
sort of re started reliving some abuse just in from memory in this in this therapy session that um was extremely intense and right after the session was over i, I didn't think too much uh, about it i had another meeting to go to this on thursday um but i woke up friday morning early and and really not doing well um and I've spent a good part of the last few days trying to forget about it. You know, I, I, on Friday, I, on Friday I had work to do, but I, I just kept trying to do all these other things since I can't drink or get high or do the, the things that I used to do to make these unbearable feelings disappear. I've tried everything I can um, short of, of those two things. Um, but throughout the day, I, I on Friday, later in the day, my brain was like, you could go down to the store and get some beer and, you know, and get drunk. And I didn't say anything to anyone about it. Um, but I did tell my sponsor last night because the, the thought came up again yesterday. Um, and when I'm in this state, I don't want to connect with people. I don't, I don't want to reach out, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to feel anything and I don't want to talk to people. But um, so far, all of my avoidant techniques have not made me feel any better. You know, like I'm, 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 the only thing I know for sure is getting fucked up is not on the table. And I think my, my brain, you know, tells me, Hey, this, this used to work for you. Why don't, why don't you, why don't you just try one more time? Maybe, maybe getting high is a good idea. Um, and I, I think that part of me is trying to look out for me, but I have to be, I have to, I have to watch out for that part. You know, I have to, I have to just kind of say, thanks for floating the idea. <laughs> But uh, I gotta stay. I need to stay sober because um, when I got here, I, I was so riddled with anxiety. I, I was so every conversation I had with people um, in my life and at work, every single one, I would leave those moments and just think, "You're a fucking idiot. Everything you're saying right now is stupid." I would come home replay all the conversations of the day and have nothing but negative things to say um, to myself and about myself. You know, my, my, my view was so in the gutter. It, 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 it just, it didn't line up with what people around me would tell me they thought of me, you know, like people would, that, that still enjoyed me. I, uh, 
that itty bitty shitty committee that that was on my shoulder was screaming at me all the time um, to the point where I would I was starting to have suicidal ideations like like visions really like just very clear visions of of killing myself which which is the main reason that I I got I I came to AA because um I I didn't trust myself anymore like I didn't trust that I could keep holding all my shit together you know I'd been drinking and getting high for at that point 37 years I didn't ever even count it I didn't even really realize that until I got sober you know I started I started drinking around 13 um yeah started drinking around 13 I'd already been high before that you know my my mom was a a um my mom and dad were both in high school when I was born so they were they were really young I'm just now really starting to realize what it what it means to be um kids raising kids you know my my parents were my dad was grounded until his wedding day like he was on restriction from his parents because of of whatever the fuck so these these people didn't know shit yet so they certainly didn't know how to how to raise me and um both of them had you know, trouble with alcoholism and drugs. And um, my mom was dealing when I was a kid. Um, sometimes the shitheads that would come over would, when my mom wasn't looking, would be getting me and my brother high. We were like seven. Uh, he was five. I was like seven or eight years old. Um, my mom got sober. She got, she went to NA and got clean earlier in uh i don't know how old i was nine something like that so i started going around meetings when i was a kid um it uh na was was kind of that was the 70s i guess and and na was a trippy place like like that was the first time I heard anything about Christianity or, you know, they read the Lord's prayer here in Santa Rosa after every ANA meeting, they, um, all the steps were on the walls and all that, but the Lord's prayer was the thing I remember. We would go out and play as kids outside the meeting. The meeting still goes on right here and, uh, in the park and then come in at the end, the cigarette smoke, just a cloud to about a foot off the ground. You couldn't see anybody in the meeting. And uh, and then end with the Lord's Prayer and hold hands, you know. But as kids, we would come in and hold hands in the circle with while they, they said the Lord's Prayer. And um, she didn't stay active in NA for very long. She stayed sober for a long time, but but that higher power pursuit took her to um i'm talking about my mom kind of a lot right now but it it affected me um that that pursuit of a higher power took us to all kinds of churches very 
I got to say, it must be because it was California. There were some very eclectic churches somewhere. We couldn't, uh, the music, no music was allowed. Musical instruments were considered works of Satan. So we could only sing a cappella and, and other churches that were where we landed were Pentecostal churches. And there were three of them. Two were fine, but one, one was a, uh, there was a pastor there that I call him pastor Fuckface. Um, he, he, he turned out to be of all the things that I went through, he turned out to be the reason that I, I still go to trauma or I'm going to trauma therapy. Now that guy, that guy did a number. I, I see a picture of him and I, you know, I get, I get scared as shit on one side and I want to murder him on the other. Like it's, he's just, yeah. He, anyways, I should go on from that. Um, very sh- short. So this is nine, 10, 11, somewhere in there. Shortly after that, I, I, we moved to a, another town and immediately, um, the first kid I met had stolen a bottle of scotch from his dad and convinced me to ditch school and go out by the, uh, the canal and drink a bottle of scotch. And I, I hated it. I thought it was disgusting. I drank it with him anyways, but I hated it. Got arrested. I learned from that moment on, I froze when the police came and I learned from then on to run, which I did the rest of my, my teenage years. Um, but, uh, About three or four months later, I I had my first beer, and that that I loved. I I I loved the feeling at that point. I I hated the taste of beer, so I didn't stay with beer for very long. I went right back to hard alcohol because I wanted to get drunk fast, which I did. And I I started around fifteen or sixteen, blacking out kind of regularly, almost every weekend. I I drank to blackout. Um. I took, I started taking drugs, anything that anyone offered me. I never, I, I didn't, I never said no to anything. Um, and I was having fun at the same time, but I was already, I was already drinking to, to suppress, you know? Um, and that, I could go on that, that basically drinking and and getting high to, to suppress feeling has been the the main theme, I think all the way through. I had a lot of fun at different times though. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie. Like I enjoyed myself for quite a while. Sometimes I'd scare myself and I'd start pulling back, you know, try to slow down, no drugs, just drink. Oh, just beer. Um, work really hard to only have a couple. All, all that, all that shit. Every you guys all know all that stuff. I, I know that pretty much everybody has that sort of trying to figure out how to how to make drinking work. But um, I actually stopped drinking. I did. I stopped drinking in 2020. The beginning of 2020. I. I did it. I didn't realize till I got sober. I did it to kind of avoid a really huge fight in my house. I, I didn't even really think about quitting drinking. I just 
I had lied all night about not about not driving my my truck home. I just kept saying, oh, I'll take Uber. I got super fucked up. I drove home, ran over my neighbor's yard. I mean, in the mud, I drove a one ton truck through my neighbor's yard, destroyed shit all over their their yard, parked in my driveway. And I just woke up and was like, uh, I'm not drinking anymore because I knew I knew that would decrease the level of of the you know the shit storm at home it it wasn't like uh all the other times that i tried to to stop drinking it it was such a weird reason but um by day two or three i was shaking and and uh so i came up with the plan of smoking marijuana eating edibles um which then turned to also taking pills pretty much every day until, till January uh, 27th, the following year. Um, so that plan didn't work for me. I don't, I know some people cannabis is, is fine for them, but it, it actually, it actually did not. It was like, I was a dry drunk, but using all kinds of drugs to, to, to get through, you know? Um, Yeah, I I um I had a hard time thinking about what I would say today and I'm sorry I'm kind of all over the place. Um I just I really have learned a lot in AA and a lot from from the people in this room and in these rooms to Snua especially like um I've spent the last year and a half or whatever it's been just kind of going against all my instincts, like regularly going against my instincts, you know, my instincts to shut the fuck up, my instincts to actually, sometimes I need to shut the fuck up and listen. (laughs) Um, But my instincts to isolate, which I do sometimes, but, but I come back. Um, I, I don't, (laughs) I feel like I'm saying one thing and, and, uh, I think I need to stop talking. I'm I'm sorry. I do. I do. I uh yeah, thank you all for being here. I, I would love to hear what how you guys get through tough times because I'm kind of in one and um yeah. <laughs> thank you, Donnie. <laughs>